Hello and welcome to We Got a Podcast, a podcast about Dragon Ball from A to Z, from Earth to Namek to Sadala. We cover it all. My name is Randy. And I'm the candy ass. I mean, Doug. <laughs> oh, man, that Oof. got close. That was really scary. <laughs> we are the world's strongest under the heavens duo here every other week to talk your ear off about fights, goofs and everything else in the Dragon Ball cosmos. Doug, how are you doing? What's new with you? I'm doing good, man. Um, I'm getting back into Animal Crossing. I don't know if anyone else is playing that, but it just got mentioned one day and I was like, yeah, let me check it. Let me check it out. And now I'm like wrapped up into it, trying to make it like a Japanese town and it's going horribly, but still fun. Oh, man. Well, I mean, <laughs> I think it's because there's a big update announced coming later right. this month. They're going so. to put in a cafe, which I'm, I don't really care about. Like, I, I just needed something to get back into to have mm-hmm. my creative outlet. And I, I started looking up YouTube videos about for inspiration and I'm like, oh, this looks amazing. But all of the people on YouTube, they have their switches modded. So that you can oh. zoom out the camera. So it looks great with your zoomed out camera. But then when you play an actual game, it doesn't look as good. And looks, yeah, it's disappointing. Yeah. And misleading. Well, still, I hope that you continue to build the best dang little island town Thank you can. You. It is like a creative outlet for me. So I love I love that aspect. I haven't played in a long time. We should get together and I should visit your island. Yes, That'll maybe give me, me all excited. your items. So we need new shit. Yeah, give you my fruit, give me my whatever color my stuff is. It'll be good yeah. times. I mean, it was eight months for me. Like, I went back and they're like, you've been gone for eight months. I'm like, I'm sorry. Yeah. I, don't talk to me. I'm, st- I'm building stuff for your for you and your fellow villagers, but don't talk I, to me. I didn't come here for, I didn't come back for the friends. I, I came back because so I, ha- yeah. I have a need. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, but, yeah, what's up with you, man? Anything new? Uh, yeah, I mean, I'm just hanging out, being a big old nerd. Um, Watching the 20 billion shows? <laughs> a little bit. I actually <laughs> got to finish one last night. Uh, I had started, you know, my Evangelion rewatch, and I, I capped it off in a way that I've, I've never done before, and it was pretty fun. <laughs> Whenever uh, you say that, I'm like, okay, yeah, it's the English dub, but the Amazon version with Japanese <laughs> audio. Like, of course you finished it differently. Oh, surprise, no. surprise. This one is even differenter. Really? Uh, Tell me. It's a fan edit called The Concurrency <laughs> of Evangelion, and it is episodes 25 and 26 edited into the end of Evangelion, so that they're, oh. they're happening simultaneously. That could be interesting to watch. That I could see. Yeah. I could to the mirror and watching something like that. Yeah, it was pretty neat. I have some issues, like editing choices, but I'm like, you know what? Overall, I think this is a very cool way to do yeah. it, because, And th- you know? that's just your editor brain, like knowing you could do something different right it's not so much a technical thing it was more in like construction of how the story is being told and like ah i think you should have cut earlier than this before this happened but right whatever. right but yeah it's uh it's wild oh and um <laughs> to another random thing i've been rewatching power rangers uh over the last few years like it's legit power, like english like legit power like, rangers right yes legit saban wow. power rangers ah, that's tough man <laughs> <laughs> it's I've spent years doing it. It's just very slow going. Like I'll do a season wow. for a couple of months and then I'll stop and then I'm like, all right, I'll start the next season like a year later. Mm-hmm. But we were watching Turbo and Turbo was the last like full season I'd ever seen. I think me too. We got to the end of it and I was like, so that was that was better than I thought. Also, I desperately want to start in space right the fuck now. Really? <laughs> uh, I'd only seen the first couple of episodes of In Space and I've read that everybody loves In Space. I'm like, well, really? I gotta see what that's all about. That's where I stopped too, and it was it just felt like space is too much for me. I'm like, I'm I just got used to, I just got used to the cool ass cars. I don't want to go to space now. <laughs> well, also Tommy's not there anymore. He left partway through Turbo. Dude, so. that might have been the big aspect of why a lot of people fell off. Like, that. yeah. Well, Damn. it's very 
very funny. Um, Saban specifically points out the reason why a lot of people fell off and why Power Rangers on a downward slump during Turbo and the beginning of In Space is due to the explosive popularity of Pokemon and Dragon Ball Z in America. Wow. So, that makes sense. Is, it's what happened to me. I stopped because I had other shit to watch. <laughs> All my shirts went from Power Rangers to Dragon Ball Z and Pokemon like, mm-hmm. within a year. Yeah, that totally checks out. Uh, I'm like eight episodes or so into In Space, and I gotta say, it fucks. I love nice. this so much. It's cool, good. Cool. So excited yeah, I'm, to see I'm just lo- looking goes. forward to, to Lance seeing if he keeps doing his YouTube videos comparing me the too. Zoo Rangers and the Power Rangers. It, that's a great watch. Oh yeah, I need to check out some more of those. Last I left off, it was the like the first episode of of the Green with Evil, and I'm like, I gotta see more of this. Yeah, yeah, like the yeah. It's interesting how they how America does like handled that. Yeah, if you're some not unaware, choices. Lance slash Mystere Fusion on YouTube, go check that stuff yeah, out. Yeah, check them out. It's, it's high quality like stuff. Oh more yeah, than Power Rangers deserves maybe, but well researched and yes. like well edited. Man, good stuff. Yeah. Uh, but we're not here to talk about Power Rangers, unfortunately. <laughs> Thank God. <laughs> we're here to talk about Dragon Ball Z, and specifically this time, we're going to talk about DBZ Movie 13, Wrath of the Dragon. The or last one. <laughs> the, the last one, kind of. Uh, or Dragon Fist Explosion, and then that's two exclamation points. <laughs> if Goku won't or can't do it, who will? Oh, is it different depending on what translator you Yeah, ask? so Konzenshu listed as won't do it. But like this, the movie that we watched, the subtitles, I believe it's Steve Simmons says, can't do it. So Goku can't do it. It's interesting to say that Goku would refuse a fight, but unable to is a different thing. Right. Yeah, there's a very different meaning for both those two words. So it's, that's something to, to dissect. Maybe we can talk about that later. Yeah, I would love to. Um, but I first want to hear, Doug, what is this movie about? Goku and friends are tricked into using the Dragon Balls to release Tapion who contains the demon Hildegarn within himself. Hildegarn eventually escapes and begins to destroy everything around him. Tapion tries to harness the demon, but it's of no use. Can anyone but Goku defeat the demon and restore peace? <gasps> who knows? I mean, yeah, we knows? do because we watched the movie. <laughs> uh, but for some context, this movie came out July 15th, 1995. Uh, if you're playing at home, this is uh, took place episode two after episode 270, which is, again, 12 episodes after our last film. Really? That's it? Yeah. Whoa. That's it. These were on a fast pace. It was always spring, then summer, and then nothing until spring again. So huh. this is our summer movie. Um, episode 270 is uh, Vegito is wiping the floor with Boo uh, and uh, hasn't yet been turned into candy, which I believe is the next episode after that. So he's like, oh, I was going to say, so he's super Vegito, but I oh, know. Yeah. In the anime, he doesn't go super Vegito for like a whole episode. Right. And I can't remember if, tw- if 270 he's transformed yet or not. Because he's but... kicking his ass in both. So <laughs> yeah, which is it's great. Yeah. This movie was directed by Mitsuo Hashimoto. Uh, he was the director of the Bardock special in movies oh, four and five. Makes sense. Yeah. That's why it looks so beautiful and such good framing. And just, oh, yeah. Man, so good. Uh, but let's go over it. Uh, what happens here, Doug? We've got kind of like a cold open of. Yeah, just some random Legend of Zelda characters. <laughs> uh, fighting something and getting crushed yeah it's it's very much a mystery and we don't really it's great that they don't tell us much besides that little tease of like what is this is, is this even dragon ball like this is so different yeah this isn't anybody that we know or have seen before they've got a sword and yeah it's it's cool and then we cut for... to the we cut to the title um which took me about 
two years to recover from because of the epilepsy. <laughs> yeah, it's just flashing black and white screens. Nothing creative about it. It's just literally the title with like flashing b- black lights, which I can well, only assume there's... is the Japanese equivalent of, of the aerial font. So there's nothing fancy <laughs> about It's an it adult either. swim bumper, but Japan in the 90s. <laughs> yeah, basically. <laughs> well, then there's the title and there's like a fiery background. So I guess there's that's something. Yeah. But then it opens up with like uh, a robbery taking place. And this is like one of the most the best shots in this movie, wouldn't you say? Oh, yeah. I mean, what's cool is this movie doesn't have an opening like music at oh, all. Yeah. It's just it ne- it never here's to start. Yeah. The credits are shown over the screen while the robbery is taking place and Gohan and Videl are putting a stop to some crime as That's always a great touch whenever credits are going through the movie. Like it that feel make it makes it feel like a movie. Yeah, you know it's I mean? cinematic as fuck. Yeah, I love it so much. Uh Great Siaman Mark One and Great Siaman Mark Two. They are on the scene to stop crime and Gohan nails his pose. <laughs> <laughs> this catchphrase he's just so proud of himself yeah he's totally like into it and i, I just uh, lo- i love how it's just mark one and mark two in the japanese version because it just makes sense just because culturally that's I, I i don't know not culturally i don't know about the culture that much but i'm just saying like you know after seeing like speed racer and all that kind of stuff you mm-hmm. that's just the terminology they use but it makes sense in the english dub for them to say to call her say a woman and say yeah. a man you know yeah either way it works completely yeah. i don't have any complaints there yeah uh, then we see a mysterious shadow in the background of just someone skulking around before then, you know, get leaving, giving us more mystery. Like, all right, what's going on here? We had a yeah. sword boy and now we've got some weird old man. What's happening? You had pointed out, uh, well, I mean, it's just the next scene is we're back in high school and uh, Gohan like, oh, sorry, I had to go to the bathroom. And Sharpener is like, we all know you're great Saiyan, man. You <laughs> yeah, don't have like, to keep pretending. What the shit, man? What's, what's, what's your deal? <laughs> Where it's then, such a cute Gohan moment for that. Oh, yeah. And then, like, there's another, you know, crisis alert. And Videl just answers her watch out loud in the middle of class. Great Sio Man, Mark II here. What can I do? <laughs> <laughs> like, there's some grand mystery that people like, yeah, that's that's so funny. Like, maybe they are both trying to, like, conceal. Not her, obviously, but no. they didn't outspokenly say that Gohan is great Sio Man 1. But it's just I so think- obvious to all their classmates it's hilarious yeah just because he gets up and is like i go to the bathroom again (laughs) we know where you're going gohan is living out this fantasy that he is a comic book hero that he is a mysterious second identity that nobody knows about he's an actual zoo ranger a power ranger if you say (laughs) yeah exactly (laughs) uh the crisis alert is an old man is on top of a tower and he's gonna jump off and kill himself it's suicide in dragon ball it's it's legit videl though is like yeah okay jump Like, yeah, I got I better Adele. shit to do. I love Adele's personality, and it's just like, yeah, I got school right now, and you're interrupting it right now. Just jump if you're going to jump. <laughs> so so he does, because, you know, he wants, uh, well, I mean, he gets he wants, rescued he, he by wants attention. Yeah, he wants the he attention does, of it. Because we learned from some people talking down below that the man was on TV the other night. Yeah, yeah I, th- I thought something. I missed the scene, but apparently that's the only exposition we get is that a guy is like, that guy was on, which I actually kind of like. It's not, they're not kind of spoon feeding us. It, it's just like exposition by circumstance Mm-hmm. exactly it's it's a good way to to keep the plot moving without bogging it down with like all right we're gonna give you some exposition and then more exposition later yeah. because gohan saves him and then he fills him in like okay so here's the deal i've got this music box and there's a very like legendary hero stuck inside but you have to be able to play the music and have the the box crank turn yeah uh gohan can't do it Despite how strong he is, he, he could pull a sword out of a ground, but he can't make a music box. Well, he didn't, he didn't, you know, get that line closing his eye to go ultimate 
<laughs> Gohan, so he didn't use his full power. Right. He underestimated the power of the music box. Which I thought was weird. I, I know we talked about it in, during the movie, but like how Gohan... I thought the ultimate form was just like kind of permanent, but this movie proves that it's not because he's in his regular form that he looks like young Gohan. Right. Supposed to ultimate looking Gohan. I was like, oh, okay. Yeah, I don't know when the first thing that showed up where he goes back and forth between forms, because I know like there's some other stuff like I think it's in GT or whatever, where he still always has the closed line of his eyes, yeah, even yeah, if he's like. In Z, you know, from, from then on, it's always it's always just even when he's like with his glasses, and I, when when older Trunks visits him, mm-hmm. he looks nerdy, but still has like the huge bulk physique and the closed eye, the closed eyes. Yeah, it's, yeah. I'm gonna have to take a look at the manga because, of course, Toei isn't perfect. Not that Toriyama is either, right. but you know that. I'm pretty sure it was that way in the manga too. Yeah, like sometimes Vegeta has sleeves when he's not supposed to. Yeah, they just um, change it for whatever's convenient to them for the plot. Right, exactly. So who knows? But yeah, uh, they decide that okay, well, Goku also can't do it or won't do it. If I Goku, guess we can't. If Goku can't do it, who can? <laughs> they, they, they drop, they drop the, the title. title. <laughs> <laughs> Which is so great. So of course their idea is well, let's get the Dragon Balls together and we'll have the dragon open the music box. Right. Which is also important to note, like, because you had brought up, like, oh, they're just doing this for the fun of it to, like, make this thing happen. I'm like, well, uh, Hoy, the old man, had also pointed out, like, there's a great crisis coming towards Earth. So it's like, well, it's not right. so selfish. It's also it, it kind of felt save. like they're just using the Dragon Balls for any old reason now. But it does make sense in this movie for, like, if you have the Dragon Balls at your disposal, why not use them? At this exactly. Point. So they have a fun time getting them together. There's Krillin in a ghost house. Oh uh, yeah. <laughs> Goten and Trunks are out in the snow. They build a snowman. They put the Dragon Ball like in his hand while they're having a snowball fight. Goku goes to the zoo uh, and has to steal one from a lion. <laughs> a whole den of them. Wear him like a hat. Where yeah, because he's just gnawing on Goku's head, but of course that's it's, it's fine. I do love that they like have fun in these movies, like showing them gathering Dragon Balls. It's, oh yeah, it's a good idea. It's not too deep of a plot, I guess, but it, it's mm-hmm. just nice to throw in like little areas that they can go to. Yeah, and then after they've got the Dragon Balls together, they of course follow through. They make the wish, and, and of course, no problem. I can open that bad boy up. It's all good. Uh, we get some nice music, and the box shatters, and out comes Tapian. But uh oh, uh oh, Hoy's got an evil look on his eye. Now there's this weird shadow <laughs> coming out of him. Going, who could have guessed? Oh no! <laughs> but then again, there's the music. But this time, it's not coming from the box. It's coming from the ocarina. Yeah, this boy's got an ocarina. He is ready to to throw down an impromptu concert. <laughs> it's a good <laughs> song. It's the yeah yeah. It's uh it's good. It's it's a haunting melody. Mm-hmm. Uh, so now Tapian is free, and immediately he's like, "Why am I free? Put me back in." Yeah. Uh, and of course, like, oh, we can't do that. So he's like, "Fine." I'm going. <laughs> he just leaves. <laughs> and it's, again, continuing with this whole weird mystery. And turns out that he's holed up in some, I don't know, abandoned power plant or some foundry or something. Yeah, he's just chilling somewhere off the beaten path. Yeah. Goten and Trunks, obviously, curious boys that they are, go to see him. And it's like, oh, he's he's intense, but that's a hero for you. Yeah. Trunks gets like gets a liking to him, like forms his brotherly, brotherly attachment, which is pretty cool. Oh, yeah. Right off the bat. He's very interested. Um, that night, there's like a, a grill out where everybody's kind of hanging oh, out. Oh, the barbecue. Yeah. Right. 
There's two moments in this that I really like, and that's when Roshi is talking about peachy peachy gals. Mm-hmm. He turns towards Videl, and immediately Gohan moves in the way to yeah. like get between them. <laughs> he knows what to expect from this pervy old man. He's like, no, I gotta, I gotta protect you from this asshole. Yep. And then I think <laughs> one of your favorite little moments. Oh, when Goku hands the kids uh, the barbecue stick because they're like yeah. reaching for it, trying to be all from sneaky. underneath. Yeah, yeah. And, and then not, not only like I don't even think Goku knows. I think that he just thinks that they wanted it for themselves. But then right. the fact that they then take that food and take it to Tapion, it's just so heartwarming and just like, oh, what a great moment. Like from Goku with the kids, it's so right. great. It definitely feels like one of those couple of families and family friends getting together for like a grill yeah. out in the middle of the summer. This felt like the slice of life kind of portion of the show that I've always wanted. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then, yeah, they take the food to Tapion and they're like, here you go. Keep up your strength or whatever. And... Trunks obviously just wants to to get on his good side because clearly he, you know, likes him. Yeah. Looks up to him for whatever, you know, for the from this mysterious new hero that's there. Because <laughs> he's basically him in the future, base or like <laughs> yeah. Um trying to remember what happens immediately after that. Is that when the legs attack? I think so, which I don't understand how it escaped. <laughs> well, the opening of the movie, I assume Hoy got Minosha, uh Tapian's younger brother to fall asleep or something and he got a he opened his music box somehow mm-hmm. uh and then of course he was no match against it himself and he got killed so now hoy is the one that's in charge of this, gotcha. demon, this phantasm yeah the whole rudigarn thing doesn't really make much sense to me but the rest of the, the rest of the movie is great mm. uh so the legs attack uh great Simon man mark one and two are on the scene again uh and yeah, it's just a weird, strange, like like you said, like Godzilla sort of thing going on of the giant kaiju attacking yeah, the Yeah, I think that's what they were going for, and they, they did a good job with it. Oh yeah, it's it's definitely different from the last few movies, or any of them really, yeah. to just have this rampaging monster in the middle oh, of town yeah. that we this gotta stop. This movie is fantastic, man. This is just, the whole <laughs> like writing of it is so great, and like the reason characters do things makes sense. Like Tapion, like, like Trunks bringing Tapion like, uh, some food. But Tapion just ignoring him completely. Mm-hmm. It just makes so much sense with the character. Like, And it's not like Tapion's being emo about it and just like, oh, leave me alone. My life has been hell. And he's just staying quiet. He's just like to himself. Like, I need to I need to not make attachments because I need to be sealed away and all this kind of shit. And these, mm-hmm. these kids won't understand if I tell them. So I'm not even going to bother trying to explain it to them. Right. He's got quite a weight on his shoulders. And yes. he's doing the best job that he can. And also, you know, once he learns that the legs are out free, it's got to be devastating because that means his he little knows. brother's dead. He knows, yeah. Yeah, it's, oof, man. And they never really God. confirm it, but it's just like, it's obvious to him and like, the audience. Well, he does have a discussion with Bulma later where he talks about it. It's like, so if the legs are out there, my little brother is likely dead. That's what I mean. Uh, like, like that, that makes it obvious to us. Right. And to him, but they never ha- there's never a scene of like him dying. Right. Well, he gets crushed right at the beginning for the title. Oh, there was a scene of it? I totally missed it then. Yeah, it's the first like 30 seconds of the movie. <laughs> oh, is that what it is? Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Totally just flash past that, but... You know, yeah, they, don't, <laughs> they don't show him getting crushed. They just kind of show the ominous like, oh, the foot's coming down and then cut to black. Cut, cut. Well, the leg is standing there and then the sword is up front in the frame with nobody holding on to it. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know what I was looking at. Then I'll just poke my eyes out, I guess. <laughs> right. Yeah, you're like, wow, show, you're prepared for the uh, oncoming <laughs> epileptic seizure. I'll just pretend that we, ne- we never saw it, and I like this rendition of the movie where they don't spoon-feed you everything, and, you know. Well, yeah. At that point, you forgot about it, kind of. So, yeah. you know, it's fine. Um, 
so Gohan and Videl uh, are not, unable to take down the legs, but they mysteriously disappear all on their own. Um, say Gohan and Videl? Yeah, because oh, Videl's yeah, yeah, yeah. there. You're right, you're right. For some reason, I thought you said Bulma and Videl, because I'm thinking about them, too, like, hanging out in this movie a lot, which they do hang out a lot, un- unusually, don't they? They do. They hang out quite a bit. It's They're, like, washing dishes together, and I'm like, okay, well, this is this after the cookout? It's, the like, cookout? 11 p.m., and Videl's not home yet. Like, what's going right. on? You're and still then they're like just 16. having, like, coffee, and I'm like, all right. I mean, yeah. <laughs> it's very cool to have, like, it's this awesome. dynamic of it's characters great. that are... Yeah, they're not, like, the main characters, but, like, they're clearly friends, and they just hang out. But, of course, this is never the focus of the series. Yeah. You would never get this scene in, like, Dragon Ball for this amount of time. Yeah. And, like, it's clear that they enjoy each other's company. It's late at night, and uh, Bulma lives in West City. Videl lives in Satan City, so, like, it's a trip. But it's like, maybe she's just spending the night. I just like to (laughs) hang out on the weekends with Bulma. It feels like they are, yeah. I don't know. But it's it's cool, like, there's, like, strong independent women-type characters are just hanging out. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Um, So, now, I believe, at this point, like, Trunks and and Tapian sort of kind of start forming that bond together uh hoy shows up and kind of like shows that he is not a good guy because he tells trunks like give me that ocarina because that man over there is actually the monster that's been rampaging through town Mm -hmm. and of course tapian's just silent and he's like just please give it to me and trunks throws it to his 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 new big big brother yeah (laughs) this is a great little moment uh yeah and so then hoy gets like well fuck it and can't do anything now and then leaves um and then it's just kind of yeah this time of like him and trunks getting along and you know figuring stuff out with bulma and tapian i will say i really like that scene with tapian in like trunks's bedroom (laughs) where trunks is like down what are you talking about finish your sentence first Oh, okay. Well, it's just like them hanging out. And like Trunks, like, look at this toy. Just I've like, got I'll, this toy. It does this. I just like tap you on in Trunks' room. I'm like, all right, what are you talking about, Randy? I'm talking about when he's showing them all of his toys. He's like, look at this guy. I got this guy. He's from Dr. Slump. And anyway, yeah. there's this robot over here. And I got this train thing. Yeah, and it's cool how the robot, like, split in half. Like, because toys break like that sometimes. And it was just yeah, fantastic foreshadowing for the monster. Right, because its legs and its body separate. I'm, I think when the, it, when you say in half, I'm like, is it up and down or is it? No, 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 <laughs> yeah, from the, just like Harold Garn is. But it, that at that moment, I think is when I'm like, this movie was written really well. Mm-hmm. This movie is a movie that I know is going to be fantastic, but it's not one of those movies I would watch over and over again. Yeah, but I can appreciate it for how good it is. You know? Yeah, there's a lot of really great character moments, and I had I had brought up, like, it's been a thing in the last few movies that about at about the 12-minute mark, we've had enough setup. <laughs> yeah. It's fight time. Yeah. But we didn't have that in this movie. <laughs> no, no, not at all. It, it, it takes its time, and it, it, it's super awesome. Yeah, it just enjoys its time with its characters, building its story, building its mystery, and slowly revealing these things. And, yeah, building these relationships with Trunks and, and Tapian, or even established characters like Bulma and Videl. It, this totally does it, not feel like a Dragon Ball movie at all, and I love no. it. I'm totally and down for it. You had brought up, like, you watch movie 12 a lot. I think this movie is really good, but it's, when you want that hit of Dragon Ball, this isn't going to be the one you turn to because it is so different. Yes. You will do something like a movie 12 or a movie 8 or something exactly. like that. But, dang, man, this movie's great. Tapian, yeah. um, where we leave off, Tapian, uh talks with bulma late at night to like dis- you know disclose where he came from and what went on and everything of like yeah, all right we're back in, yeah back in my planet there's a totem that like absorbed evil energy and these evil wizards like overtook it and infused it with more and it brought it to life and now it's this horrible phantasm <laughs> a like, bunch of bullshit <laughs> yeah sure why not who cares <laughs> yeah. it's fine monster is revived or created whatever 
Yep. Uh, my priest took him down and cut him in half, and then he sealed each half inside me and my little brother, and we got uh, music boxes, and we just kind of like, this is going to be our lives. Yeah. We're, we're going to seal the monster. Part. Yeah. And uh, so Bulma's like, well, I still have that broken music box. I can try and remake a music box. We just like find my out. father recreated Goku's space pod from the exactly. broken space pod. You know, little... Runs in the family. Exactly. And I, I think it's at this point, or it might have been earlier, where we learned that Tapian hasn't been sleeping since he woke up because that is when the monster comes out. So he's just been awake for Which days. Seems crazy, right? Like, I mean, right. I'm probably not a human that needs sleep like that, but still, anyway, everyone needs sleep, and you can tell he's yeah. tired. So obviously, but still, that's crazy. Yeah. So thankfully, Bulma's there, makes a really sweet bedroom for him, uh, and everything's gonna be good until fucking Hoy shows back up and he's gotten Hildegarn stronger and the connection between his lower body and his upper half has strengthened so now the music box room that Bulma made isn't strong enough to contain him and then yeah. the monster's out and all hell breaks loose. Because at first I thought that Bulma just messed up making it but it's not that it's that this connection was stronger with the lower half like they mentioned yeah. that in the movie so I'm like okay that, that's fine but it's just a shame that it didn't work that well for Tip for Tapion to sleep a little longer. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, we can't. We got to have some conflict in this movie. We can't just, yeah, just have it just, solve just, and no fighting. Just give him a day, you know, where everything is like, oh, maybe maybe things will be okay, and then hit him with the uh, oh, thought wrong. That would have been good. I would have liked that. Mm -hmm. uh, so now the monster is complete and full, and all of the other people have like the fighters have shown up. Oh in their wait, we, we skipped over the part where like oh when the monster's running amok, it, it it's like tail pops out. <laughs> and shit and starts killing off humans in the most like right. gruesome way like what is this this is uh it's awesomely disgusting it's horrific and yeah gross just the tail opens up and just the inside of it is just so disgusting it's all pink and everything too so it's just like ugh, little spaghetti tentacles <laughs> yeah going around ah. people's foreheads and shit oh <laughs> yeah i skipped over that part because i didn't want to talk about it because it's sorry gross. It's, just, it's in my mind now forever <laughs> it's like it's like his tentacles went into my my head Oh, no, man. You're going to have a rough <laughs> night of sleep tonight. <laughs> I am. <laughs> the monster's going to come out. No. Um, so then we've got some fights and and things. Yeah, uh, some more classic Dragon Ball Z fights, but just drawn beautifully. And uh, I just love the whole scene where Goku, Goten, and Gohan like power up and like transform. Yep. Fly in, do yeah. their shit. It's like, it's like, it reminds me of the shot in, I think it was uh, Battle of Gods, where they do it in... Yeah. In the trailer, they couldn't decide if Gohan was going to go Super Saiyan or not, and I think they ended up not, but his hair still is drawn as though it was going to have a color change. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. It's good. It's just kind of like them fighting, but of course it's ineffective because he's a weird ghost phantasm thing. That's the thing I hated the most about this monster character is that whole gimmick. <laughs> I'm like, that doesn't make any sense. Like, it makes no. sense, but it's just it's a really weak uh, weakness, I guess. Like, you could just, yeah. like, you could just make the monster like unbelievably strong and right the fighters aren't really doing much damage to him and you need to find a different way or whatever but but yeah having it be like oh he disappears and reappears somewhere else he's yeah. just so fast and so strong we like, have to no. we, we have to hit him when he's solid is basically the solution which is like yeah <laughs> duh <laughs> reminds me of plan to eradicate the science which is basically like oh no tullus and frieza is back oh god we can't beat him and then they're like but they're not real oh yeah and then they win like why yeah yeah <laughs> That's <laughs> the worst. Oh uh, my god! I, we just remind ourselves that this is a this is a cartoon it's for a cartoon, Japanese eight-year-olds. But everything before this was written so well, they couldn't think of a, a, a better written 
concept for the monster to be defeated i don't know yeah i think that's the biggest weakness well two one of two weaknesses yeah we've got this weird monster ghost thing that yeah they need to wait until it's solid we have some some good fights we've got goten and trunks fusing because that's the cool thing to do and also gotenks is fucking sick yeah it's awesome um, and they have like the best moment with with you and vegeta oh god yeah that's so good we have vegeta showing up he's upset he's like you just come and break up a man's house yeah how dare you <laughs> uh uh, tries to fight him off for getting thrown into an office building and then Hildegarn, you know, billows a whole bunch of flame at him. And just like, it's like the probably my top five two seconds of this anime mm-hmm. is Vegeta turning and looking at the other humans in this building and then making a force field to protect them it all. It says so much about the character and the development God. of him and just, oh my God, let's just, can you imagine Vegeta from Saiyan Saga doing that no like that's not he was no. he, he didn't care if people like that died for whatever he, he, oh, running a muck and shit movie oh. eight movie nine just the last times he showed up no yeah, never. even then too yeah yeah but just in this movie no he looks to the side he's like oh shit humans i gotta protect them even if it costs mm-hmm. me my life basically it's oh, so good and then we have that shot a little bit later of like when the monster's like super powered we have uh him like standing at the edge of the building and like the office workers like helping him up and like throwing him over their shoulder yeah oh man this is the world coming together vegeta's here doesn't that seem so weird to look at like it's like whoa but it it makes the world like a lot more grounded it's like yes this this would happen this is awesome and vegeta's finally not the stubborn asshole he usually always is exactly because when like like, when trunks tries helping him up in like movie nine with bojack he like fucking gut punches him is like get off me i don't need your help or whatever you know or like every movie before this he's like that but listen i'm well you could put the argument that he was so badly damaged that he really can't fight off the humans to (laughs) leave me alone or whatever but i think at that point i think his character has developed enough where he's just like no that's fine yeah this is a post boo arc vegeta so he has had his character development. This is what I hate great. the most about Super and how they just kind of reverted all that again, <laughs> but whatever, that's for another... Right. We'll we'll get there. Yeah. But yeah, so then uh, Tapian eventually does manage to seal the entire monster inside of him. Uh, oh, to yeah. Which point that's a great moment, he pull, too. He, pull, he comes over to Trunks, pulls his sword out, and hands it to him. You need to kill me while he's in me right now. Yeah. Otherwise, he's gonna get out, and we're all fucked. Well, very important. Trunks goes to him, like in like a like a you right. did you oh, did yeah, it yeah. kind of thing. Because it's, it's, I think Tapion would have given anyone the sword, but it's just so heart wrenching that it's like Trunks that comes up to him first. He's like, like I need I need someone. You're here, Trunks. I need you to just kill me. And, and like, I know that a I'm moment. a big brother to you now, but this yeah. is what you have to do to save the world and and i'm fine with this like he has like a genuine smile on his face like as he looks down is like about to get like sliced in half by trunks and yeah trunks takes a sword and he lifts it but he hesitates for just long enough for the monster to get back out right so damn what a moment man that's right jesus man good stuff uh but yeah oops the monster's back out um so trunks though is still all in on this he cuts the thing's tail off he is I think that you know. was supposed to be a moment that was supposed to hit a little stronger because it's it's a moment of like Trunks is so pissed off that you're you've you've reached this point to mess with his big brother like mm-hmm. to make him want to like almost be killed by him that it's I don't know you know what I mean it's, it, was, it felt like it should have hit a little harder I but think it would have instead it was more the- of like a flashback like oh remember uh, remember future Trunks does this the Frieza this exact <laughs> shot remember that same pose same everything yeah i think it would have hit more if it continued but it gets cut off by goku being like nope you can't do this leave him to me i got it <laughs> yeah. out of nowhere yeah it's so stupid i wish like maybe goku was fighting him and then hurdegarn got the best of goku for a moment but then 
before Trunks comes in and like slice, slices it off and like distracts him, you know? Yeah, kind of, kind of maybe like, like y- Yajirobe style when he cuts off Vegeta's tail. Right. Like that would maybe... have been a better connection because that's your actual father <laughs> as opposed to this future Trunks has no connection with you besides being yourself from a different future. You know what I mean? Yeah. It would have been good if it was Hildegarn in the midst of attacking Goku is when Trunks slices the tail and Goku's like, wait, he was solid? Like, oh, yes. he's attacking me. Yes, even that too. You're right. Or like that could have been the moment that Goku's like, oh, he's solid now. Let me attack now and then do his finishing attack. Right. Either of those two would have worked better. <laughs> and then he's Goku, distracted. Goku, Goku's just like, stop Trunks. I know you actually hit him, but I need to do this because if I can't do it, who will? Who will? So and Goku's stupid. like tanking these hits now and he's just like smiling like, yeah, whatever. Because like, he's Super uh, Saiyan 3. I mean, I guess that's well, supposed he to be. Was super, he was Super Saiyan 3 and you're still getting his ass beat. No, no. He, like, I don't think he was, was he? He was tanking no. them. Huh. Well, still Gotenks was. And it's like, well, he's stronger than you. Same thing for Gohan. So, like, (laughs) that's because they needed to make Goku the strongest. That's who, if he can't do it, who who will kind of shit? Exactly. He does bust out the sickest Toei punch of all time, though. Yeah, that's the finally (laughs) most creative Toei punch ever. That. silhouette of a dragon and it's just so cool looking but that like wraps around hildegarn as it's exploding him yeah. it's so cool looking it feels like they had that image in their heads like okay like we need to put this finishing blow in the movie yeah and then we need to tie it in with the title of the movie that we created with before the movie was created and combine them but it just it just didn't do it for me man like it, the, the last two minutes are just disappointing to me <laughs> Yep, I will. Yeah, that whole last like couple of minutes are just bad because everything I mean, else hits so well, and like you can see the writing is there, and they had the skills, but they just they gave up at the very end because they they needed to wrap it up in a way that they agreed upon from the beginning. I wonder if they were married to this title, so they had to I think have it was. that happen. It, they were. They, I, I can guarantee you that. They, well, I'm not gonna guarantee you, but I'm pretty sure <laughs> that's what it I feels if like. Also, time had a had part of the deal like this was only 12 episodes since our last movie and like it's you know different people working on it whatever but like but i'm sure still when people create movies they don't they don't like start drawing from the beginning scene to the last no 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 jumping all the way around so it's not like right this is the last thing you know what i mean they could have had some more time you know workshopping the ending and the writing stage like all right here's how we're gonna do i think they just got lazy yeah or maybe they thought it was a good idea and it just didn't resonate right yeah i mean i'm sure eight-year-olds in japan were like this is the fucking coolest thing ever true very very true like it all all that mattered was that toei punch so it's all that yeah as long as that payoff was there and then uh the monster's gone and bulma being the smart smart gal she is built another time machine she's like there now you can go back a thousand years (laughs) it looks just like the one my future self made (laughs) exactly and also later on in super i don't know how to make one of these oh my god yeah that's right (laughs) (laughs) uh but Tapian's gonna go back to his own time. He leaves his sword to Trunks, and Trunks waves goodbye. Yeah. As the credits roll, and Future Trunks takes down Freeze. <laughs> Cut Somehow to the scene hinting of that Trunks. this is the same Trunks or the same sword, which it's not. <laughs> my reaction, my recreation, of my reaction as like a thirteen-year-old watching this, like, ah, oh, that's how he got his sword. Ah, oh, that's so cool. <laughs> Wait, if. No, that doesn't work out. com slash forums. This doesn't make sense, guys. <laughs> Somebody clear this up. This post, is stupid. Post, retweet. Yeah, it's, it's... <laughs> yeah. I think, well, I was young and I did not know of Konzenshu, but uh, I think I tried to like headcanon rationalize it. Like, okay, well, like an event 
of Hoy and showing up happened in Trunks' timeline. <laughs> it could have happened. There's a lot of time and we don't then, see in that. And then Tapian seals Hildegarn inside herself and gives Trunks a sword and says, you have to kill me to keep it in. And this Trunks, who has seen hell with the androids, is like, yeah, okay, and then murders him. And I, I understand. And then just murders him. Oh, I guess right. like kind of like how with he fights uh, Dabra in, in, in the future where Majin Buu still mm. exists in like, Super, you know? Like it's like right. It's just a different like take, but the same events still occur. Exactly. I don't know. I really like the. I really like the idea that Trunks' sword is not special in in his future. Like it's I just agree. every especially because it breaks multiple times. Yeah, like every human just has a weapon because the androids are a threat, and they, that's just people have mm-hmm. the hope of like, oh, this weapon can protect me, even though it's useless yeah. against androids unless they're mess. They're playing with them, which is possible. <laughs> they're just messing with humans. So but, yeah, but yeah, the fact that they did that, I, I told you they should have gave. Tapion should have given Trunks the Ocarina if it didn't break. They should have given that him the Ocarina. Cool. That would have been so cool. Yeah. But it wouldn't be iconic, and they can't just show yeah. future Trunks playing an Ocarina. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they don't got that footage. Man. But uh, Tapion's so, character design was so cool, though, man. God. Top fucking notch. Like, yeah. Very Chrono Trigger. Very. Yeah. Uh, a lot of this Ocarina of Time, Trigger. even though Ocarina of Time is not out yet when <laughs> this movie came out. <laughs> oh, was it not? I totally thought this was like referencing that. No, Ocarina of Time is 98, at least in America. So oh, wow. this was 95. So. Oh, Nintendo, you yeah. guys were explaining to do then. <laughs> do you guys watch this sick <laughs> Dragon Ball movie? We were like, hey, good idea. They probably did. <laughs> yeah. Somebody did. Mm-hmm. Um, so let's talk about how we felt about this movie in general. I know that we've said a lot and we've kind of played our cards, but yes, like. Yes, but uh, to reiterate, this movie is fantastic. The writing of it is, it just n- doesn't feel like Dragon Ball, which I wholeheartedly welcome. You know what I mean? Right. Something new, something different, something we haven't seen before, which is is great. This movie, it, it feels like the only movie out of all the movies. Does that make sense? Yeah, it actually has, you know, an actual plot that it's trying to follow. It's exploring character. It's exploring themes. It's not just a retelling of previous villains. It's not just... It, there's no system... Well, I, there's still kind of the, the systematic, like, here's a villain, defeat villain kind of thing. But it just feels more natural and just more well thought out with characters and, and relationships growing from it. And mm-hmm. not a lot of Goku either, which is kind of cool. Right. Not a lot of Goku. It's mostly Tapian, Trunks, and Bulma. Yeah. And so, it's so it seems good. like the, the writers wanted to tell a story, but then they're like, "Oh, we got to shoehorn sh- uh, shoehorn in Goku here at the end." Yep, we got to do the fan servicey end. That's like, a shame. Goku wins the day. That's a, that's a shame. Yeah, it really is. That's, but that title, man, that's just that's just not <laughs> that's not the movie that the people wanted to make. I, I really think they were tied down to that title. Like some, yeah. some executives, like you got to make you got to use this title, so you got to make the ending like this because everything leading just, up, everything leading up to that moment does not agree with that title. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? There's, it's just, it's, this is a Trunks movie. Goku's barely in it until, like, the fight at the end. Like, Yeah, just to deliver the final punch. To, to be like the, oh my god, I figured it out. We just gotta hit him when he's, when he's attacking, when he's solid. Right. Like, Alright. Despite the ho-hum ending, yeah, everything about this movie is great. And if you haven't seen it, man, take your time to watch it, because it is... Yeah. A, it is a treat. I think the way we did it was, like, I, which is a, I, f- I believe a lot of people do it, is that they don't watch this movie that often. This is not their go-to movie. Which is good. Mm. You shouldn't watch this movie like a bunch of times in a row because then you'll find the problems with it. But once in a while, <laughs> you're like, oh, yeah, this movie is freaking fantastic. And what a, what a, what a send off to yeah. the movies. Like, this is it for yeah. another like 13 or so years until we get another movie. Like, this is the last movie that they created in that in that time era. And it was yeah great. The next one would have been uh, Path to Power, which was just, yeah, a retelling. It's like whatever an anniversary yeah, which special. Which is nice to look at. Yeah. But this is, yeah, this is the final Dragon Ball Z movie. And it's. 
everything yeah. I would have wanted. A great send off. Uh, wonderful to have. I'm so glad that this movie exists. But uh, yeah, that's what we had to say. And I think that we're going to take a quick break here and then we're going to hear what you guys had to say. Sounds you ready good. for that, Doug? Hell yes. Let's do it. And welcome back. We're here to hear what you guys had to say about Dragon Ball Z Movie 13. And we've got a good turnout, I'm I would excited. say. Yeah, man. I'm excited to hear what everybody else has to say about this movie that we, we really dug. Um, Michael at Metallics MT says, This is a favorite of mine from the pre-Battle of Gods movies. It has an actual story with themes and a main character who isn't the usual scion. In fact, I'd say that it would make a good movie on its own removed from Dragon Ball. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I totally agree. Like, I, I think I was watching it with, as I'm watching it with you, I'm saying, oh... This is like my new favorite movie. This movie is like way better than I remember it being. Yeah, it's because it tried something new and it decided to experiment with a new story and, you know, using characters that we are familiar with, but not the ones that usually show up. Yeah. Like, it's kind of like they had a story and they're like, well, how can we use a dra- use Dragon Ball characters for something like this? Yeah, and they picked true. the right ones. You're right. Yeah. And it, it also feels like the people who made the Broly movie were like onto something. <laughs> and then made this movie yeah because the first Broly movie is like in the same vein where it just it feels like the writers are really trying to do something but they just couldn't hash it out but they had a good idea in the chamber yeah yeah you're right because movie eight had a lot of mystery elements going on to it too and this one did for a long time as well and i think that they nailed it well they didn't overstuff it with other things of like oh also there's there's slaves uh yeah <laughs> and there's too many characters because roshi and oolong and krillin are here they're all funny <laughs> i don't think movie eight had a fight scene in the first 12 minutes like you said the others do either did it um i don't recall a I fight scene so. like uh, until like yeah. until broly charges into goku's bedroom right while yeah, roshi is chomping down on the... uh, oolong's toes Oh, yeah, the foot stuff <laughs> that everybody knows and loves. <laughs> um, Skefferton Licorice at Living Zombie 00 says, My favorite of all the Dragon Ball films. Tapian is such an interesting character in that he's more emotional than your Goku or your Vegeta. His friendship with Trunks really carries the film, and his fight in his uh, Will versus Hildegarn rather than a punch, which is awesome. I will say that Trunks' sword being Tapian's makes no sense, though. Mm-hmm. Did the androids kill Hildegarn in the future timeline? <laughs> is Hildegarn out there in the dark future? <laughs> I These are great questions. I want to see that movie, yeah. <laughs> These are great questions. Let's expand that. Let's bring that new villain back into Super, please. <laughs> uh, Toei would just be like, I don't know. Didn't you watch the movie? Yeah, it's the same thing. <laughs> but no, yeah, as, as they say, like Tapion is like way more emotional, like, and it's justified. Like they gave him such, yeah. such a great story, Sim- simple story, but still great enough. And he plays it so well. Like I, I, I'm, I have this great burden within me, mm-hmm. and that's why. And he's... also, you know, I'm away from home. It's been a thousand years. Yeah. My little brother is probably dead. I have no connection to this world at all. This, yeah. this is bullshit. And then here comes this child who doesn't know me, but is showing me the kindness mm-hmm. that I haven't seen in so long. Yeah, it's God, it's so good. It's so good. Uh, Jake Pay at Jake Pay 16 says, great movie with some good story and great action, especially that ending attack. Dragon Fist is hands down my favorite technique in the show. And for once, it's something Goku created. Plus, Tapian's story is interesting and creative to watch to be unraveled. Yeah, I love that. that uh, like that move, man. It's just so creative. And I, I, 
kind of wish we found out how he created it, but I guess, I don't know. It just seems random. Instead of just pulling it out of nowhere. Yeah, it does seem kind of out of nowhere, but it still looks awesome. Right. I don't know what we would have done if, like, the story, like, interrupted him, like, training for something, like, on his own and, like, trying something. That would have made the pacing so bad. Because it, it, yeah. it really was the Trunks movie, so it wouldn't really make sense. But it, right. I'm sure that's, like, like I said, that's one thing they were kind of married to in the beginning. They needed it. They knew that this move was going to be the move, the huge dragon. Yep. It does feel like an ending of Dragon Ball type move. So, unfortunately. Oh, yeah. But it does look Absolutely. awesome. And they bring it back a couple more times because he uses it on 17. Super 17. And then, yeah. And then also on one of the, the Shadow Dragons, the last one, I believe. Oh, did he? Yeah. I believe so. It's been a while since I've seen GT. Right. It's been like 10 years. I should do a rewatch. Maybe That'd a rewatch really with a repodcast? Well, I'll be ready to talk about Dragon Ball soon because I've only got eight episodes left to go. So, Are you serious? You're already <laughs> almost done with it? Yeah, Goku's fighting Piccolo Jr. right wow, now. Wow, dude. That, so, that's, that's awesome that you've gotten I so far so quickly. Three episodes of their fight and then the five episodes at the end of like finding the wedding dress and stuff like that. <laughs> the great saga that everyone remembers. I I don't because I've never seen it, so <laughs> we'll see. You'll see dolphins. Mark, mark my words. <laughs> oh, sweet! I got dolphins to look forward to. Uh, Tanuki Joe to uh, at Tanuki Kiribo says, "Hey Joe, uh, I really like the story of this one. Depends on who you ask, but people seem to either love it or hate it. Um, I don't know who I would ask to say they hate this movie. No, but dude, I, didn't, I don't want to be friends with them. If you asked me about this movie yesterday, even." three hours ago before we, before we watched it. Like, I think even in the pre- previous podcast, when we mentioned this movie, I'm like, not a big fan of it. I'm like, yeah, I remember it being kind of like so-so and mm. big monster, blah, blah, blah. The, the big monster always like stuck in my head as a, a horrible idea, which it still is. But everything before that and like everything surrounding it is so good, man. Like, this is my like new favorite movie. This is like you your version of me and dragon ball movie three where i'm like yeah i'm sure it's fine and then by the end of it i'm like this is my favorite one of all time <laughs> yeah, exactly like i i think i think the new broly movie tops it mm-hmm. still but it's it's like the broly movie and then this movie yeah oh man i'm so excited to see where things are gonna go it's been a while since i've seen battle of god so i'm really excited to see that again. same same so um but before you die you see the ming at nate ming uh says i saw this in the theater as a kid it was the first time i'd seen a new dragon ball movie on base theaters played old ones occasionally and holy crap it was a spiritual experience so nate here was you know on a military base where they would play uh old movies in the theater so right that's that's pretty cool seen this there that's that's cool as fuck yeah especially this movie because this movie's so good and such it's a movie you know yeah yeah totally and just being there with with like a lot of other fans watching it together in the same room would have been amazing too. Oh man, so good. Uh the Jaunted Mansion at Magic Box 67. God, that's right, it's October. This is so great. <laughs> uh although it premiered only months after the previous film, its slower pace, lack of opening theme, and somber music, Kikuchi's final Dragon Ball score, make me feel like it was made during a completely different era. I'm not a big fan of Tapian, but do enjoy the arc he provides for trunks. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I, I get that. I feel like this movie they they did the previous one movie 12 with the fusion like by the numbers kind of like they kind of like knew mm-hmm. what they were doing it's kind of easy to kind of make that movie and then focus the rest of their time on this movie to make it the final send-off and just with a great story kind of like how oh, yeah 
wasn't it like movie what are the other two movies that were like back to back i think was it the broly movies that were back to back um so it would have been yeah 11 and 10 were like three months apart i forget i forget which like the and it was reversed where they focused more time on 10 and then less time on 11 and just kind of threw that one in there <laughs> yeah exactly and i like the point that he makes that trunks gets a really interesting character arc in this movie because trunks isn't really explored at least young trunks in dragon ball no, he or the very anime quickly becomes trunks and goten yep exactly they are a pair and that is how they will live and die together yeah and to give him like a, a big brother essentially and i think it works better in japanese is because onichan is just more said casually to anyone of who's not your brother if you would say that in, in english it sounds really weird to call someone who's not your brother your big brother yeah right it would have been i can't remember if there is a, a mention at all but like because goten has a big brother and trunks has never had anything like that before so yeah. he's always seeing goten who's got a big brother and like their dynamic and he wants that with now since he has this chance and to tap you in they, they kind of they don't really spoon feed that to you in the, in this movie either you just kind of make that assumption that he's right. he's seen goten with the brother his entire life and he kind of wishes he had something like that well i'm sure a lot of kids a, lo- a lot of lonely lonely not lonely only ch- only childs kind of wish they had a sibling of some sort and they kind of like attach mm-hmm. to someone who looks cool and tapion is kind of in a sense uh it kind of resembles future trunks a lot so it, yeah it, there's that kind of connection too yeah Man, so good. It's really good. Uh, and then we have uh, Omega Rockman who says, They actually tried to tell a more involved story here with Tapian and Trunks, which is great. The only real problem is Goku getting the win when it really wasn't his movie. <laughs> I like seeing Goku beat up bad guys, but here it really doesn't fit with the story they're telling. I also find it funny that this one fit fine on the timeline as an after Boo story until Super oh. made Bulma unable to make the time machine on the fly. <laughs> <laughs> yep, there it is. Saying exactly yep. what we were saying the entire movie. Yeah, we're right there with you, man. That's 100%. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Goku, stay out of this. This isn't your thing. <laughs> I know that he hasn't been... He wasn't a big deal in movies 10 or 11, so we kind of miss him, but he was a lot in 12. He had his time. Yeah. I mean, I... I- just imagine this, if, if near the end of the movie, like like we said, how Trunks gives a little distracting slice. Just let's pretend Trunks in this movie is Vegeta in mm. the Cell Saga with Gohan against Cell with the Kamehameha. Like, yeah, it's still Goku that's going to give the final blow, but it's because of Trunks that he does right. it. Right, yeah. That would have been that's way cooler. Way and if we, if we just see Goku, like, figuring, figuring it out as Trunks is, like, doing his best to, to ward off the monster. Mm-hmm. And he's like, yeah. Trunks can't really do it. He's, he's giving his all, but he just can't do it. I have to do it. Oh, my God. That's way better than, like, Goku just saying, yeah. Trunks, no, stop. I have to do it. My name's, right. my name's on, were... the, on the top list, so I have to be the one that kills him. How cool would have been if they were, like, fighting back to back, like, flying through this giant monster, Trunks slashing stuff up while Goku's blasting shit or whatever yeah, yeah. like that, that would be a weird team up but i would be so there for it i think that, that is a little more fan service yeah, i really do like the idea of, of it just being trunks and everyone out is like kind of down for the count oh no of course but if we had to have goku as part of it it'd been cool if there yeah. was like a team up no but i just like goku them. just sitting sitting back not sitting back but just like kind of catching his breath and like thinking how do i defeat this guy how do i defeat this guy as you show in the distance trunks fighting mm. by himself but not really being able to but then him like catching yeah. like oh trunks is actually able to hit him when he's becoming solid Trunks is just not strong enough to finish him off, give him the final blow. But I do. But I, yeah. I, I'm able to. That would have been way yeah. cooler, man. Oh, man, I want to so see that much better. <laughs> it's nice that there's only, like, really one complaint we can give of this movie. And yeah, otherwise, yeah. it's great. It, it, God, man, this movie's fantastic, man. <laughs> uh, well, now I'm, that you're on the high of loving this movie... I'm going to take you back down with some trivia. <laughs> please, please. <laughs> Reel me back to reality. Here we go. 
Uh, question number one. Tapian's Seiyu, or voice actor, is Hiro Yuki. What other characters in Z did Yuki lend his voice to? I have no idea. At the beginning of this, you said you looked up on the Wikipedia what it, what the voice actor was, and it was, uh, what what's the name of Krillin and Luffy's voice actress? I forget. Mayumi Tanaka, and that yeah. was for Minosia. But oh, for Minosia. Okay, okay. Yeah. I was like, definitely not. So this not. one, I'm... This one I'm right on. I'm pretty sure. Okay. Well, like at certain points in the movie, I'm like, that sounds like Future Trunks. Like that sounds <laughs> way too similar. But then diff- different times, it doesn't sound like him. So I'm like, it's not the same guy. Mm-hmm. I will say, it is, of course is not Takashi Kusao. Yeah, definitely not him. But they were definitely going for that vibe, and they they kind of yeah. they kind of nailed it. But no, I have mm-hmm. no idea. I have no idea. Tell me. Uh, he plays teenage Dende. Uh, he also played Sharpner. Oh, really? Um, and Killa, Killa being the the black dude. Oh, in the tournament uh, at the final tournament. Yes. Yeah, yeah. A teenage Dende. I'm like, when is he a teenager <laughs> for like two episodes in the end of Z, and that's it? Right. He reverts back to child size, travel size, <laughs> travel size. <laughs> Easy to take with you on a plane. You travel size god. <laughs> uh, next question. There is a statue of Tapian in another Toriyama designed anime. What, what anime series is it? What? Yeah. Are you kidding? No way. That's pretty cool. Well, this is taken. I will let you know from the from DragonBall.fandom.com, the wiki, <laughs> hey, because that's all a, I can go if on. If there's a picture, then that's proof enough that we need. Mm, I don't have a photo. Oh, really? It's, mm. They just say it is. I'm just gonna guess like a Dragon Quest anime because he just seems like a dragon quest character Ooh, it's not dragon quest what is it it's blue dragon oh i remember that yeah yeah i didn't watch it but i remember being like that looks a lot like dragon ball z i wonder what that is right but there's a statue of him in there uh apparently apparently you say uh, that with no evidence sorry man i don't i'm just again <laughs> going by this which also did lie to me about uh minosia so let right. me take a look in their gallery do they have a photo i highly doubt of it. said thing they sh- super do not <laughs> just but. my my brother nintendo told me that there was a connection so i believe him <laughs> yeah i believe him. <laughs> uh tell me if it's wrong that's you know people out there you do the research <laughs> i'll yeah. just take what you got got another trivia question for me or that's it <sighs> nope because i did have three but i had to delete one because oh. it was wrong well i thought you were Totally thought you were going to ask me the question about like where Haroldegarn's name came from or whatever. Oh, gosh. You, you know, you know that one, know. right? I don't. Oh, you don't. I think. I'm pretty sure. I didn't research it, but I'm pretty sure it was came from as you're coming up with a name. They're like, we need to think of a name for this new monster. And then someone just let out like a, a random word, like just random noises. It's like that. Yeah. We're going to use that. It's it's kind of like a an onomatopoeia of sorts that just one person said out loud. And it's like a dumb name. Like, yes, let's use that. Hmm. Yeah. See, here in the trivia on the Dragon Ball Wiki, they do point that out. Can I? Should I read yes, what it is? More articulate than I am. You have it. You have it pretty much down pat. <laughs> I remember hearing so it from they... from Mike from one of his like I think ten things you don't you don't know about Dragon Ball. Ah, well, they have a. Uh, this is actually cited. So let's see what their citation was. Um, it's Daisenshu Six. So I think we can believe this. Mm-hmm. Uh, the character's name comes from the movie's co-producer, Seiichi Hirota, who did not like the original design of Hildegarn. After he demanded that they redesign the character, his jaw dropped when he saw the new design. The sound effect for uh, jaw-dropping in Japan is gone. So they named the character Hiruta gone. Oh. She- Seiichi Hiruta. That's so funny. Yeah, yeah, that's what it was. This, I knew it was something like a random, vo- a random noise. <laughs> yep, you got it, man. You have a great memory. 
really good for trivia. Uh, <laughs> Sometimes. Unfortunately, I just don't ask the right questions. <laughs> <laughs> That's like the only one trivia I knew for all 13 movies. I'm just waiting for that. Right. <laughs> it never came. You're sitting on that egg <laughs> yeah. for all these movies. I didn't even know it correctly. I just, knew, I, just knew <laughs> kind had, of, I just knew kind of what it was. You had it 90% of the way. <laughs> Thanks, man. But now this show is 90% of the way. Oh, nope, oh, it's 100. It's done. I was going to say, yeah. <laughs> I don't think you have anything more for us. <laughs> I don't. Other than I want to thank everybody for listening. Uh, thank everybody for tweeting their thoughts. We love interacting yeah. with you and love keeping tabs on what you have to say and think about Dragon Ball. It's great. Um, if you want to tweet at us and you haven't yet, uh, tweet at us at we got a Pod. If you want to email us at WeGotAPod at gmail.com. Uh, Doug, you reading the super manga yet? Oh, uh, yeah, I looked at the covers. Oh, that's, that's a start. That's <laughs> I've a seen start. all the spoilers of a bunch of eyebrows, or lack of. <laughs> There's that one of, like, all of them in Galaxy Patrol Officer uniforms. Yeah, that, that one's really cool. great. I like the one where they're, like, at a diner, that cover, where, like, mm. Bulma and Videl are, like, uh, the waitresses. Man, that's good stuff. That is good stuff. Oh, Bulma, uh, Bulma and Videl. Oh, end the episode before <laughs> I get more heated. <laughs> Okay, I will before we have a problem and I gotta bust out the uh, the bug spray, uh, just uh, the repellent, just get, get them off me. I was gonna say fire hydrant, yeah, but no, yeah. it's the fire extinguisher. Anything, that's what it is. I can't <laughs> handle how hot they are in this movie, man. It's ridiculous. Well, I know that you're not reading the super manga, but I held down my end of the bargain for the bargain we never actually made. We never made, made the bargain. You made it yourself. I don't remember ever that's saying. I, I own up to it. Roll back the tapes. There's never in my did I say that. <laughs> Uh, watching Dragon Ball and Goku is right now facing Piccolo Jr. Like I said, I've only got like eight episodes yeah. to go. So the good shit. Uh, the good shit. Uh, thank you to Rifty Beats for letting us use his track Kakarot theme hip hop slash trap remix. You can find it and other great tracks by Rifty on his SoundCloud. It has been a trip. Um, I picked up, finally picked up the DLC to Kakarot. And then when I come into the main title theme, I'm like, hey, that's our podcast sound. <laughs> <laughs> Completely disassociate from your own podcast. That's yep. so funny. It's now my thing. Uh, I own this. I want to get back to the video game, man, just for the cutscenes alone, but I just can't. Maybe one day. One day. Yeah. I mean, I'm doing it. I'm Super Saiyan God now. <laughs> So, congrats. Watch out. Uh, thanks to our sponsors. Uh, Doug, you got anything you want to plug? Uh, Jabaz Doug on all social media. Hell yeah. Check that fool out. Um, I'm at Saber underscore Breaker. Uh, posting some Martin stuff. I've been working on some things. I'm trying to mimic old school Masaki Sato, who did a lot of really great stuff in late Dragon Ball, early Z. Uh, like when Goku arrives to fight Nappa. Like, that's the, yeah, that's the look. Yeah, that would look cool in your style. Um, so I'm working on it, and I want it to, to look like that, because it's great. It's my favorite. Um, that's it. That's our show. Uh, please subscribe. Tell your friends. Post a review. It super helps us out, and we appreciate it. And you guys take care and get vaccinated while you're at it. All right. See you guys. Later. Later.